Ladies and gentlemen, hobbits and droids, welcome to the Unreal Marketing Podcast, where we solve unreal business and marketing challenges in a very real way. Now buckle up and get ready for your hosts, Damian War and Simon Hawke. Welcome back to the Unreal Marketing Podcast, where we mix movies and marketing. Welcome back, Simon. Hi, Damien. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. So we've got uh, an interesting challenge on our radar today from quite a famous film. I think we're all going to know what this one is. This is Forrest Gump. Yeah, the famous... No one, I don't, I'm pretty sure no one who's listening will not have seen this film. Mm, yeah. Based on the 1986 novel Forrest Gump by Winston Groom. A shout out to Winston Groom. <laughs> well, I just have to say, I didn't know it was based on a novel at all. <laughs> but oh, damn. Uh, I'm, look, I'm looking here. It says the role was uh, originally offered to John Travolta instead of Tom you think Hanks. It's weird, actually, when you think... They, you hear about that stuff all the time when you, go, when you hear about famous um, movie parts that were potentially about to go to some other guy. And then, yeah, yeah. And then they have ended up going to, obviously, someone else, in this case, Tom Hanks. And then that you can't... Ima- I cannot can't, even yeah. remotely imagine... Um, Forrest Gump being John Travolta. Yeah, I know that um, I think one of the people they were considering for Aragorn in Lord of the Rings yeah. was Russell Crowe. Like, yeah. I can't even imagine him. <laughs> well, they, as... I, I also heard that um, that Sean Connery got offered the role of Gandalf. Gandalf yeah. and, and he would have, apparently even were going to cut him in on the, because he's obviously a big star, it would have been star power, yeah, yeah, cut yeah. him in on the equity or something like that. And yeah, he, but apparently he turned it down because he really hated Lord of the Rings. Yeah, well, he just, he, I thought I didn't get it or something. Yeah, he, he just anyway, didn't get it. So, yeah, so anyway, but this is obviously a Tom Hanks thing. I think I'm pretty sure he got an Oscar, I think, and they got, there's tons of Oscars for this film. Mm. Six Academy Awards for Forrest Gump. Yeah, including um, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor to Tom Hanks, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, so quite a successful film. Yeah. Quite a long film. Um, is uh, it long? I can't remember. I think it's quite long. He, he certainly He's got gets, a lot of long films. He, he gets up to a lot. He yeah. covers off a lot of topics, as we'll dive into. But, but um, yeah, I think um, Forrest, you know, believe it or not, he, he has, in this episode now, he has um, wanted some help from us, hasn't he? Yeah, in our Unreal Marketing situation, um, we have... We have... Um, Forest building up and scaling his shrimping business. So this episode is going to be how do we help him scale his business? The Bubba as... Gump Shrimp Company, which um yeah, which you know actually in so in the film in the film um he is famously he it becomes a gazillion dollar business. But what you didn't know was that you know we were in the background obviously, yeah, obviously. we helped we helped them to to market it from nothing because uh, I think if we remember rightly it's um. It uh, it starts off just as a boat, and he's competing. competing yeah, well, against... it's because he he's he's made the he made the um, the commitment, didn't he? Because he made he became best friends with Bubba when he when they are from Vietnam, and then when they get back, um, they basically go into business together and head out into the water. Lieutenant Dan's there as well, and they they basically get nowhere for ages. And the only reason it works out is when on some crazy storm day, every other boat in the whole thing gets wrecked apart from them. 
and suddenly they have a monopoly on the market yeah and they yeah. bombs away so so what is our so our brief today is that um, we are going to be employed yeah. by Bubba Shrimp Company Bubba Gump Shrimp Company how can we help them to scale and grow their business from nothing as fast as possible to take advantage of their new position yeah well that sounds good all right let's go for it cue the some sort of Forrest Gump related music and go <laughs> all right um so yeah so um we've obviously got one thing you know that's thinking about this you've got forest who because he kind of he's a bit of a bunch of celebrity isn't he i mean he becomes a weird a type of he meets the he, he, he's got this because no one knows who he is but also at the same time he then owns this huge shrimp company yeah he he's a war hero he meets the president he also yeah. goes on this starts running a marathon and becomes an international or well, national figure run forest run yep yep um so so yeah. we've got so we think about we've obviously got him as a as a brand ambassador mm-hmm. though which we could potentially use but but we got to work out what the what the brand is, and I think probably it's about we we've got quite a good backstory here with um with Bubba, you know, yeah. and being real and being like. Uh, well, that's the brand story. So yes. that's definitely part of the strong brand identity that we'll have to create. So should we start there? Right. What's we going to do? Right. No one knows. No one knows Bubba Shrimp, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Yep. They're going to need to create um, that brand story. Definitely. So. Well, I guess we'll start with the basics. So they'll need a brand logo and tagline. So what do you reckon that will look like? Well, they want to link it into, I think, um, homeliness and a local, a local touch. A local to, feel. A local yeah. touch, a real genuine, a genuine feel. Because it's, you know, it's a history of family business with Bubba. They've got a proper, um, they're connected to where they're from. Um, there's a, there's a homeliness and a family feel that you can, everyone can relate to. So they're not like some big corporation coming in and, and blowing everyone away. It's a proper from the bottom up, bottom up um, mm, realness yeah. about it. Yeah, um, and the logo and tagline have to ref- reflect that. Yeah, they need to somehow make it clear that um, that they have that, you know a real story and 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 make the most of that. I think that it's important that they to retain that all the way through as they scale. Um, it's a, if we somehow align it with a with a real genuine story about possibly even linking it back to when they were in Vietnam together. The first thing we can do to help them is basically to help them create a brand story, right? Yep. So we would think about what does that look like. So so like this is a podcast for small business owners. You, you know, it's about understanding what your brand story is. So with Bubba Gump and Forrest, they've got a backstory. They're in Vietnam together. Bubba's got a story in terms of his family. So yep. I think, if I remember rightly, this is has been in his family for a number of years, number of generations. Mm-hmm. He's always been in shrimps, but they've always been like a tough, struggling, yep. can't right quite make it happen, fighting against the big corporations. Now they're the big guys, and they've managed to. So you've got to retain that, retain that story, and, and the. I guess it's all about having the founder's story, and the, so there's got to be a lot of credibility. So I, I think a lot of small businesses out there, when you're talking about. Um, you know how do you how do you build a brand story you've got to actually link it in um to a personality and generally you can link that into who the founders are 
So if there's a real story, so whatever your for your business that you're running, what is your actual story? You know, you need to potentially on your website in your whatever you're doing um, and trying to tell the story. It's important that in some way you can actually bring out your own personality because you will have a unique story. True, in there. true. But it it also depends on the perspective from which you're launching. So I was asked by a client um, during the week actually whether he should launch his own brand uh, or he should launch his company from the perspective of his, of his own brand. So using his name, using his values, ideas, blah, blah, blah. Or he should create and launch his company using, you know, a, a completely new brand that he's, that he's made up or brand name that he's made so up. So that's a good point. So I think that... So it's, it's how you want to do it. Do you want to integrate yourself so much into your business that... Um, that it becomes part of your brand identity or do you want something more detached from yourself? Well, I think as a small business owner, I think a lot of the credibility will come from you, but you don't want to be leading with you. It's like you need your, you need your brand to be created to stand for something and to be the thing that's going to grow beyond you. Mm. But what you need to do when you're, when you're as a small business, so the next level down, when someone goes, okay, that's the brand, you know what they do, looking next level down for some some certain level of credibility and authority is going to come from, right, who is the person who's behind this? And so it just needs to be within that. You go, okay, that's the brand, but owned, founded, created by X, who is this person who has done X, Y, Z. So in the case of this, it's Bubba Gump Ship Company. That's mm-hmm. the brand. That you know, for example, in the film, they later on in the film, they're like, "Are you the guy who owns that?" And you yeah. know, and they're talking to Forrest, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I just own this shrimp company." Yeah. And it's like, but that's worth two zillion dollars, and you know, and they don't have a clue it is him. But if at the start of the journey, because it doesn't really matter when you're a multi-zillion dollar company so much. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a lot of the big companies. They've still got that story behind it, like Apple and Nike. You know, you sort of the, the founders. There's a founder story behind it, which is makes it more compelling and gives it identity right yeah but you know when you're a small business if you've got that the ability to tell to, to at least one level down you've got a, a compelling story that's going to bring people in i think that's quite a powerful way to market yourself so so with bubba and forest they could talk about those things we mentioned his his history in the industry bubba and then forest you know their story together in vietnam i mean i don't know how much they want to go into the fact that yeah that they then they then were the ones who survived the storm and no one else did. I mean, that's yeah. quite a good story. Just, yeah, show, yeah. The, just show, the, show the Forrest Gump film. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think that's, that would be my advice to them on, on, on how to create, have your logo and, and which they created in some form. But below that, one level below, that I think they, you should, and this is the advice to small businesses, you do need to somehow find a way, and maybe as simple as on your home, on your websites, you know, there is a section where you at least talk about who yeah. you are and the credibility you have and what you've done in the past. Maybe in their blog or something. Yeah. Called, they're they're going to call their blog Shrimp Stories. <laughs> sure. I love that, is that name. Is that another one of our tips, is it? We're gonna yeah. Get, I have to say, just thinking about the online element, we've got, um, well, what? how are we doing this? Because this is actually... What was the date for this film? That that it was in the sixties. Oh yeah, good point. We have 70s. to keep within the uh, yeah, so within the universe. I'm not really so sure. So this we... is the seventies. Oh no, the film. Well, it's just after the it's yeah, seventy to eighties. So the, so we're talking. I think the storm must have been the seventies. So not a lot of online marketing going on. But um, 
70s and early 80s, yeah. Anyway, no, we can we can transfer it to nowadays. I mean, what's the point? No, that's that? completely cheating. We need to. We need what's to. The, how's that helpful for a small business now? If we just if we take out online. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, anyway, so that's point one for them. We'll, we'll help them develop their brand story, linking. So, yeah. so the two the two level thing. That's the tip for businesses. Start yourself with with you've got to have your corporate. Well, I mean, corporate might be the wrong word. The brand logo and the brand identity or the tagline that you like and will represent can grow. But one level below, you've got to, you are going to have to... Build your heart, build your brand story. Yeah. You, you know, you're going to be the personality behind it, basically, in the story and the expertise. So yeah. what is that and what, what's that story? And then from that, you can sort of um, build out your eye-catching packaging for, I mean, in this case, packaging for the, I don't know, the shrimp... Um, develop a brand voice storytelling all of that comes from your own story so yeah 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 cool point number two well i guess we're going to do online presence build how to build online presence for the shrimp company yeah let's just imagine this yeah yeah, it's not the 70s and there is an online presence to be created yeah all right so so what there's so many things you could do with it i mean obviously he has to have one yeah (laughs) yeah so First things first, website with the company story that's been showcased there, a range of videos about the product and, you know, their commitment to quality because it is a food and hospitality company. So quality above all else, um, especially yeah, okay. if it's local. Like if you know, if they say something like, oh, it's our, quali- our product is sourced locally, la, 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 la. You know? Yeah. So I think the, con- the concept here, though, it's almost about... What we trying to do? I suppose with the online element right now, it's it's um that he didn't have at the time, or they didn't have at the time, was they can create the the, the reach, mm. you know, the, the immediate reach. That's that obviously wasn't so possible in the same way back then. Then again, as a small business, if you're going to have like focus on the reach, you need to equally focus on the value proposition. Like, mm. if you're not reaching out to, if you, if you are sorry, reaching out to like. I don't know, like 10,000 people, then what's the point of that if your value proposition is average or unoriginal? Hmm. Well, you've got to have, are you saying, so almost like what's your, are you making sure you're quite clear on? Yeah, I'm saying if if they start doing, you know, enhancing their online presence, then they need to first, first step is thinking about how are you going to make yourself different from every other shrimp company? Hmm. I think in, in their the area case, slash on the internet. I think in their case, they're the only ones left, aren't they? That was the, the, yeah, yeah, but if you're bending the rules to do this, then you have to bend the rules to the extent that you're competing with uh, yeah, other shrimp companies in the state or the, or or the, the country. World, of course. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, um, yeah, right. So, so that's right. So, I mean, the website, the, can, the, the online piece, I mean, it's, it's got so many roles it's going to have to play for, for businesses these days. But you've got, you know, for example, the... Um, one, it's just allowing you to be in front of so many people. But but when but that's one thing. It's like before you do that, like you're saying, Damien, you need to be able to say, right, people find you. What do they find? You know. So yeah. you've got, we've already said, mentioned you've got to have your own. The brand looks got to look good, and your personal story's got to look good. But also, things like credibility indicators. Um, yeah. You know what 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 actually sets you apart yeah what have you done that uh, can, can can people look at you straight away and be confident that you've done this before 
that they know what you're doing. Like people remember people make decisions or make have opinions of things in in uh, seconds. You know, that, yeah. that, so so when they when they when you've gone out there, they've the first thing they see from you. You've got to be make yourself look in a way that's because people aren't going to care that much about you. Mm. You know, you're just a, a product or service that's trying to um, you're trying to sell something. So you've just got to look the part to a certain extent that people are going to be one. They're not going to think you are um, bad. Yeah. You know, they're not yeah. going to think your quality's low. And two, and this is another thing. Can you can you find a way when they see you to connect with them? in some way whether that be emotionally um, or tangibly yeah like or, maybe leave them a business yeah. card or a sample of shrimp <laughs> yeah <laughs> shrimp the, sample or like or when they see the emotional thing is like what what do they associate you with like this is a really powerful concept what what's the what do they associate you with when they see you is there something that you align with that you remind them of um what's the so everyone has associations in their mind already um, of of things that link to certain other things. What when they see you? What does that? Where do you lump into? What mm. ca- category of thing do they suddenly think of when they see you? Um, let alone is it quality? That's got to be a given. But also, is it something that they you know their world that they like that they can associate with? They can they they would you know consider being in their world that they might therefore buy. Yeah. So I'm thinking. If we're building the online presence, another piece of advice that we would need to share with them is make sure they're, you know, using social media to not only reach outward, but also build a community. And considering they're a local company, um, they need to engage very well with customers, share updates about their own business, personal updates, um, and promote special offers or discounts. And I think by doing that, by building that community, then that's going to have a effect of you know referrals spreading spreading the word that this this is a community and and local values are very important to this company and that will showcase their quality and product quality as well yeah 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 cool all right so um so i think now a lot of that sort of lumps into the concept of the whole thing world of perception doesn't it like there, there there's the the concept of what if, how do you get when people are going to see you what's what's the perception they're going to have of you you know yep. re- remembering that key rule that the real perception is the reality rather than the reality mm. necessarily people, exactly people form an opinion of you based on what you're associated with what their impressions of you are what who you talk to what you look like um and so yeah so your your thing and people experience you know interesting thing people experience a product how they expect to experience it so expectations or almost how they think you're going to be. That's why um, people, there's all these examples of wine tasters saying that, you know, that the one they got told was the most expensive tasted better. Like your body, your expectations almost lead your experience in life, mm. um, which is an interesting concept. So, um, so yeah, so that would be what we'd be doing for them. We'd be, we'd be trying to help Bubba and the team. I should, we should mention, I'm just trying to remember this, the stage at which Bubba actually dies. Oh, spoiler. Nah, just kidding. Um, well, it is a spoiler if you haven't seen Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming everyone's seen Forrest Gump. But he obviously dies at some point. Yeah, sorry, we've just ruined the whole film for some people. But it's not in Vietnam. How does he die again? He um he, he dies in... He doesn't die in the storm, does he? Let's, uh, let's pull it up. Or is he sick? 
Let's pull it up right now. Okay, here we go. Oh. All right, um, let's see. During a firefight in Vietnam, Bubba is fatally wounded while bravely, bravely defending, defending his comrades. Oh, yeah, that's it. So he actually does die in Vietnam. Yeah, that's what I said yeah, before, so, yeah. Yeah, so and, he uh, dies before and then Forrest takes it on to... Takes the promise back to... I mean, that's a great brand story right there. No wonder yeah. he does so well. Um, yeah, cool, right. And so that's two tips we've got for him. And then maybe the third one, I suppose it's the the concept of um, of of taking it into the real world. Events, influences... Um, yeah, face to face, face to face marketing. The power. face to face partnering with people, um, attending food festivals and trade shows, building real world connections. I think is the third key strategy that we would advise. So that's everything from. I mean, if we're using today's rules, would say first of all, influencers and yeah. <laughs> and food bloggers. They're key in utilizing the internet to yeah, spread the word that's right food, food bloggers more re- more relevant now than the 70s it would be fair to say <laughs> but yeah that's right so i mean that's a massive one isn't it that just getting some and what's that, what's the influencer piece about it's all about again um people um getting you're getting credibility aren't you you get yeah you're, you're getting a perception of a product from another person and then sort if of, they think it's good then it must be good yeah exactly yeah yeah, 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 yeah. um and then attending food festivals and trade shows. So that's, I guess, all about showcasing the quality of the shrimp. Yeah. And um, by doing that, you know, they introduce the shrimp products to a wider audience because trade shows move around the country, I guess, or the state. Because um, with them, they've, it's, I get the impression that theirs is the only, they're the only company providing shrimp at that point. So there's no, yes. there is no competition. Yeah, so, well, maybe they maybe they throw their own trade show. Yeah, so I'm just thinking, what, what, what that's. Re- but remember, inside the inside of this brief, they still need our help in scaling. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So that so they're needing to get. Basically, we're not worried so much about other people supplying the shrimp. We just need to give them the ability channels to channels to get it out there. Yes, exactly. Um, and um, and yes, I suppose that's right. You're almost trying to link into the partners who have the ability, the retailers. Mm. Um, to give them the opportunity to um, to showcase the product or, or taste the product, so maybe reaching out to local restaurants, seafood markets, and grocery stores that, would be a good idea. I suppose because in that situation, it's not going to be long until people get back on the market and start. So you, there's that small window where you got the opportunity where you really need to just go big yeah. with the brand. Like, look, this is this is us. We are the main players now, and assert that posi- number one positioning in everyone's mind. Mm. Um, and I don't think there's really any need for to offer competitive pricing because you are the only person at that point. It's only when a number of competitors, you know, start back up again, then that's when they've got to think about pricing psychology and all the rest of it. Yeah, unless of course you um, you keep the prices low in some sort of marketing. Um, you know, you're saying, look, we could put them high because we're the family Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. We we're keeping them at the family prices. Oh yeah, you know that sort yeah. of thing. Um, that could, that could be a nice way to do it. I feel like that would be something Forrest would like to do as well. Yes, yeah, that seems seems the kind of guy he is down his 
And, and then we, we really should, I mean, we really should actually um, be linking into, I mean, link if we want to get scale, one of the best, I mean, we should be off the back of Forrest himself, really. Because he, he's off doing, he doesn't seem to, you know, he's off doing quite a lot of good stuff. Yes. I mean, he met the president the other day. He, you know, he's yeah. going on these runs around the whole of the, he's on the news all the time. Yeah, so essentially reaching out to influencers, the best influencer is the brand ambassador, which is Forrest himself, right? Yeah, we need to get him onto talk shows. Mm-hmm. You know, straight onto Oprah. We need to get his social media audiences up. Um, That's it. Yeah, um, his Instagram story is full of shrimp. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so um, it's a bit like it's a bit like the um, Ryan Reynolds model. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you know, partner with Aviation Gin. Yeah, know? exactly. Just uh, just using a big celebrity to just pump out all this stuff. And the other day, I saw that Ryan Reynolds is um, he's uh, like you know the stuff he's doing with Wrexham Football Club. Yeah. And he's so now the there was an ad I saw where he seems to have named the Wrexham Football Stadium naming rights is to his new coffee drink or something that he's doing. He's got a new coffee drink. Seems to, and he's pr- pumping it out through the Wrexham people. So um, so that's that's a good model I think for Forrest to to follow actually. You know, why don't yeah. we use use him as the as you the know, Deadpool model? Yeah, that's right. Well, there's a few. I mean, it happens all the time now with celebrities. You got Clooney and Clooney's got his own his tequila. Tequila. The Rock has got his own tequila. Matthew McConaughey's on that one whiskey ads all the time. Yeah, and and his own motivational speech circuit now. I think. Yeah. Um, I saw Brad Pitt has got a gin. Well, I think Clooney made hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions on tequila. Yeah, well, I think Clooney... Well, Clooney was the, the brand ambassador for... Uh, Nespresso. Yeah, for ages. Still yeah, but, is, maybe. But he might still be. But, I mean, the tequila one he founded. Yeah. And then I read about it, and he, he did make a ton of money. Mm. A ton of money. Anyway, so, yeah, so let's do that with Forrest as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think, with that said, that's how... And that is what we did, and that's how it all worked out, because he's a zillionaire, remember? It's already happened. Mm. <laughs> so the last it, 20 minutes were pointless yeah. <laughs> right well there you go yeah that was a good sesh yeah we'll be we'll be back next week with a a new brief a new deep dive into a movie Not some sure other we'll, movie yeah whatever that is yeah some, some something that we all love though alright guys cheers Damien cheers Simon see you next week see ya bye This podcast is sponsored by Romulus Dynamics and the Decision Expedition.